you have to build a door at night? <laughs> okay, I rolled two eights on the eight-sided dice, so I critically Ooh, succeed. Okay, you get to go first. What would you like to do? I'm going to duck under the engine. Yep. And I'm going to start throwing some of those beers that I brought with me at him. <laughs> okay. Uh, whoever, in the general direction that the motor is sailing Slide through there. Yep. So after that, you duck underneath it, and then you're going to start chucking cans. Because you crit on your initiative, I will allow you to do a second turn. So if you want, you can use brawn to start throwing cans. Okay, yeah, I'll start doing that. And I rolled two sevens. Two sevens? All right, that'll be two additional points. So I'm up to five. Up to five points. Okay. So you duck under the engine as it flies by you and lands into the ocean. And then you start chucking cans into the darkness. After that, there is no sound until smashing up through the um, the wooden dock is a seven-foot-tall behemoth of a thing that I will allow you to come over here and you can take a little, little, little look-see, a little, little, little peekaboo. Yikes. Little, little yikes is right. But you see that... And then once Becky finally sees that, I'll be able to describe it to the audience. The audience can just picture your worst nightmare, but with <laughs> boobs. So my ex-girlfriend, <laughs> butter baby, bang! No. Brad, she smashes through, and you have to do a spirit as, damn, that is creepy. And I'm also easily frightened. So okay, so we'll be fair, and we'll take away a dice. Uh, no successes. Alright, so hold those dice. You lose 1d3 as well as one additional point for each one you roll. Is this a primary or secondary character? This is primary. You fail, so you uh, lose 1d3 as well as one for each point. So you lose a total of three points. And primary characters on one time, they can choose to not lose any points. So this could be your time. Yeah, I'm going to choose not to lose those three points. Yep, because primary characters tend to last longer than secondary characters. Secondary characters are going to always have to deal with what is dealt to them. Okay. So you don't lose any points this time, as describe some kind of fortunate fate that saves you. Um, in my drunkenness, I think I'm going to stumble backwards and actually fall off the edge of the boat. Okay. I'm going to try and swim to shore. Okay. Uh, on this turn, you could probably, that would probably be finesse, maybe. And I did not get a success. And as you're just drunkenly, it's hard to swim in this drunken state, and something reaches out with monster strength, grabs you by the foot, and starts dragging you backwards. Using her awesome strength, you are to roll brawn to fight it, but you have to lose one dice. Brad, it's your turn again. Yeah, I'm going to start screaming for help and just struggling, trying to swim. Okay. No successes. And you're struggling to get away from her. Uh, using her strength, she's again going to reach out and grab you and try to slowly start dragging you into the water. I'm going to use comment, uh, con artist to just try anything, saying anything I can to get her to let me go so I can swim back to shore. Okay, you can roll that, but with minus a dice. Okay. She is too stupid. And I got two fours and two threes. 
Okay, that will be four points as you save yourself, as you say something that is enough that she drops you. Whatever you said, it worked. And you start swimming towards shore. You say, Mom, is that you? <laughs> and she's just like, Dar? Yar? And she drops you and starts swimming off towards the shore. Okay. All right. Good job. Uh, you start swimming off, and she's going to go after you, and she's going to swim right after you. Roll finesse, but no dice taken away. Just normal finesse. I rolled three ones. So, uh, though that, in this case, ones actually don't matter in terms of points. In that, you don't gain any points. You actually lose. Oh. So... Lose 1d3 points as well as 3 points for each, or 1 point for each one. So you roll a total of 5. And I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you start swimming as fast as you can, but she's had enough of it. She just stands up, and even in the um, deep water, she can still stand. And she just reaches up, and with amazing movie accuracy, she launches her machete, and it spins, and as you start pulling yourself on the shore, it just lodges in the back of the head, and then you just land on your back on the beach. A beer can rolls out of your hand, as it looks like you've just been having a fun night, unless people flip you over and see the giant machete lodged in the back of your head. Okay. This character is gone. All right. At least we stopped the dog. <laughs> All right. For that, your next character, Brad, gains two genre points. Okay. Travis, Kayla. Yes. She has been walking around this island forever, for a while. You finally get around to the north side of the island. You see what looks like a small, a good-sized house on the far shore. A boathouse near what looks like another dock you guys didn't know about, and a very large manor with a couple houses for, like, I don't know, maids or servants, as well as some gardens. But this is definitely the large estate. Alright, so she's gonna instantly run up, or, well, she's been running for a while. I guess she's gonna walk at this point. <laughs> no more running. Uh, walk up to the door of the manor and knock on it as loudly as she can, yelling for help. Sure. Okay. You go up, and this is number seven on the map. So that will be the sign on the door as you're waiting and you're screaming. says Brenderwood Asylum. All windows have been sturdily boarded up and are covered by bars you cannot see through. You go knock at the door for a while, and someone does enter. A skinny man with torn clothes. He goes... He goes, oh, oh, thank God that you're here. He goes, who are you? Um, I already forgot my name. <laughs> As did everyone else. Just surprise what someone else's name. Kylie. I should have. But Kylie, uh, I say. Um, and uh, I need your help. He goes, I need your help. I've been stranded here for two weeks. Why didn't you just hop on a boat and leave? He goes, I did. I ran into your jock friend, and he just wanted the party. And I told him to meet us here, or meet me here. You don't have your own boat. He goes, no. How'd you get here? I got stranded here. The boat is broke. Oh, well, yeah, no. He has brain damage, so there, he's not going to be a <laughs> Sorry. He goes, do you want to hide out here? 
Yes, that sounds like a good idea. Okay. He invites you inside. Alright, cool. He goes, and he shuts the door and locks it. He goes, so, how many friends are out there, or have you seen anything of danger? I know there's large coyotes that live in these areas. If you go out at night, it's a little bit dangerous. Yeah, no, it's very dangerous. He goes, darling, I'll show you around the place. Everything will be okay. Alright. He he starts to show you around the asylum. Back to Sir Reginald and Brad. Arf, arf! (laughs) You guys make your way around to what is on the map. Probably better if I flipped it. Number one, which is the large shack. And you sniff around and you know that she has been here recently. (laughs) What is it, little dude? Is there a well she fell down? (laughs) (laughs) I guess not. I guess not. Where's the drug dealer, by the way? He is with uh, the pothead. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're heading towards the manor. Alright, I'm sorry to interrupt the flow. Can proceed. What do you guys want to do, Brad and Dog? I'm following the dog's lead. Checking out the scene. So, as a dog, you smell that that she was around this building a lot. You're not sure if she went inside or not. But then you smell the trail continue down the beach. Can I do a perception check to see which way it smells freshest? Mm, you can. Two fives. Okay. The most recent is going down the beach. Okay, so uh, Sir Reginald will start walking down the beach. Okay. uh, With his nose to the ground. And Brad? Brad is following the dog. Uh, Let's get to them drug dealer and pothead. What are you guys up to? Uh, We were going towards what we believed was... We were following the path towards the manor. Towards the manor, yep. Alright, so, some things. You guys pass by... Basically, this island's a forest, but there is a large path going towards the end of the island where there is the asylum. Going by five, which is a little bit past the cottages, you guys see a large field. And normally, I would have you guys go, I would ask you guys, do you guys care or not? I'm not going to give you guys the option. You go, both of you guys go, and like Sir Reginald and the dog, you guys know instantly what you sell. Weed! Ooh, I get to stock up. <laughs> I just go over to the whatever sort of weed I smell, and I grab the plants, and I just start hucking stuff into my bag. Okay. Um. So. Mm. So this is. I, I wish we get to, Yeah, it's a twelve foot by four foot wide marijuana patch. And, yeah. What do you guys... So you said you would like to start hucking pieces of it? Yeah, just like cut off... Or I pull off little chunks of it and start putting it in my bag. Sure. And you start doing that. And what about you, the hippie? Oh, yeah, she's totally stocking up, too. Of course. You guys notice... You guys hear a crack sound. And there is a shadow of a person next to a tree, staggered about. But it's dark, you can't see. It's near the tree line, near you guys. I whisper over, Hippie, the owners might be here. <laughs> Fudge! <laughs> I think we gotta, we gotta 
Grab yeah. as much as we can and book it. Run and book it. Let's go. You start uh, grabbing some stuff before you go, and you start booking it, and you look back, and you see a man uh, come out into the clearing. It looks like a Hispanic man or something uh, foreign, and he looks tired, beat, hungry, and he staggers into the clearing if he passes out, or he falls over at least into the marijuana plants. That guy partied hard. Oh, I think, yeah, man. I mean, I think we can go back and get more. He's passed out, yeah. No, yeah. We could easily go get more. You go back, and you see he has... He's, like, semi-passed out in the marijuana plants, but he looks... He looks starved. Man, I got some brownies. Do you want some brownies? Uh, he reaches out. I mean swats the brownies away they fall into a mud puddle. Oh, party foul! Party, <laughs> this fucking guy. How expensive those were, man. And he says something in Spanish. I don't speak that. Uh, neither does George. Okay. I, judging by his last name, he might be Asian. I could be wrong. <laughs> Let's ask Bryce when he comes back. <laughs> Alright, and then the man... He passes out. Alright, well, let's just stock up and leave this loser here. Yeah. Yeah, there's no point dragging him to a party if he's already passed out. Yeah, he's already had his fair share. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I I finished filling up as much as I can in my bag of the empty space with weed. Yeah. Okay. So you fill up the empty space, and then do you guys want to keep going down towards the manor? Yep. After stocking up some more? Yeah, it's time to party. Alright. So, going to, back to Brad and the dog, you guys, at this point, you guys keep going around, and you get to the point where you see the asylum, as well as some kind of boathouse, and another house on the far shore, as well as the mini houses, cabins that are around, where workers used to sleep, and a large garden. So, Sir Reginald is going to sniff around and point at the the, uh, the manor, the asylum. Okay. Come on, dog. Let's go check out that big old house. You go to the house. There is the front door, huge brass knob, and uh, large double doors, heavy. All windows have been barred up. Maybe this is the house that dude was talking about, right, dog? Brad waits for confirmation from the dog. <laughs> <laughs> the dog scratches himself. What do you do next, Brad? You realize that Which it's Brad a dog. Are you to? <laughs> this, this the Brad. smarter Brad. Yeah, Brad's character versus yeah, yeah. So Brad, the smart <laughs> person. Which honestly, Brad, the character Brad is playing is probably smarter than Brad the character too. The dog. Uh, <laughs> what do you do as a dog? Uh, probably start cleaning myself in ways that I shouldn't describe on the podcast. You be a dog. Brad, the character. <laughs> well, I think this might be the house dog, so I think we should try knocking, right? Yeah, I'll take that as a confirmation. And he knocks on the door. Buh, buh, buh. The door opens. And a seven-foot-tall woman 
sea water filled hair um naughty hair uh hideous looking eyes a little lopsided and where's the description freakishly tall seven foot tall uh looks extremely mean and warts all over body deformities the lunch lady from hell the lunch lady from hell her name is Karen. No. <laughs> Actually, her name is Sarah. I don't know why. Her name is Sarah. You don't know this. No. But she opens the door and raises her mache up in the air. Dog and Brad, the character, roll spirit checks to avoid being freaked out. Sir Reginald is freaked out. Makes sense. He's a dog. As is Brad. Oh, I rolled the wrong die. Yeah, no, super Brad. Okay, you guys are both freaked out. (coughs) Right. So, you guys will be allowed to make choices, but if you guys make it out, I will be... I will dictate what you will do, and I might tell you where to go during this kill scene. So both you guys roll finesse to see if you guys will get to go first. Or actually, no, it's the person with the highest finesse gets to roll for the team. Cool, so we get a critical success. Okay, you guys get to go first. What do you like to do? Um, Sir Reginald would like to initiate one of those Scooby-Doo chase scenes where we run back and forth through different doors. <laughs> Perfect. Don't actually correlate to each other. <laughs> yep. So you guys run in the house and you start going in through one door and you'll peer out the other door. Yep. And you do that little thing where you guys like get so scared you jump up in the air and you like run really fast in the air and just like shoot off. And like a, a song from the 60s starts to play. Oh yes, of And course. at one point... The uh, villain here is chasing them. Another point, they're chasing the villain around for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. You guys start bucking for the doors. All right. Let's have you both do finesse. What to do? Are we rolling together or no? separately? Uh, separately. Yeah. I rolled two fives. Okay. At one point, Sir Rachel, you're chasing the killer through a door. I did not roll any successes. You didn't roll any successes? Okay. Are you a primary or secondary character? Secondary. Alright, so you will roll uh, 1d3 minus any ones you rolled. One. And he only has... He has zero points already. The music stops abruptly as you run through a door. Even the monster is like pretty much teleport on the other side, and she takes a baseball swing with her machete and lops your head off. R.I.P. Brad. Uh, but Sir Reginald. <laughs> Why are both Brads the first to die? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, Sir Reginald, though, gains two points. Okay. Alright, Sir Reginald, what would you like to do next? 
Sir Reginald is going to, um, as he's being chased, he's going to disguise himself as a barber and uh, <laughs> offer her a haircut because she's got really horrible hair. Of course. So he's going to guide her into the chair, put the towel around her, and lather up her face or something so she can't see. Yep. Start clipping the hair. Beautiful. You may roll whatever you want. Um. Oops. And uh, no successes. No successes? Okay, you're gonna be rolling out D3 minus a dice. How much are we losing? One. One point? Okay. So. You start doing that whole uh, get up by doing the whole barbershop routine, and that just makes her more angry. She, you two get her in the chair, and she's just like, "Yar," and then she eventually gets mad with the haircut that you give her, and she just tears the apron off because you have a barbershop apron for some reason. And then she gets up and she starts chasing you down through a different door. Okay. All right. So now it's her turn. She is going to roar in your face and try to scare you. Okay. So you'll have to roll a spirit check. You have three threes? Mm -hmm. Okay, so describe to us how you're able to get away from her in this instance. So, um, as she swings at me, I'm a dog, so I'm small and fast, so I yep. just start running again and get out of the way. Yep. You gained three points. Okay. Where are you at on our... I'm at five. At five? Okay, so you did pretty good. Okay. So you bolt out into the hallway. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you could have went out the front door to escape, but I'm saying because you freaked out as a dog, you run inside the house. Yep. Which might be safer for you or might not be. Okay. And then it is your turn to describe to us what you do and what you're rolling. So, um... Sir Reginald is getting very pissed off, so he's going to turn around, and when she comes through the door, he's going to try and bite her. Ooh. Which he actually has biting as a special quality, so he'll be able to roll five dice instead of four. Yep. And I rolled two ones. All right. So that's going to be 1d3 minus two. Minus five. Uh-oh. She grabs you as you go to bite her, and she just reaches down and grabs you, pulls you up into the air. Oh, no. Roll broad to pull yourself away from her. As you kick and kick her, and you scramble out, if you run out, and you start running towards the door. Let's have you roll finesse to just run full bore away from her. No successes. Uh-oh. All right, roll that d6. Alright, she's gaining speed on you. At this point, she is going to kind of force her way around you to the point that you have to run into out the door and into the hedge maze. And as a dog, you have to try to figure this out and get out on the other side. She's okay. thinking as a dog, you're not smart enough to figure this out. Roll brains. Sure. And no successes. Oh no. Well, that's, that's a goner for our puppo. Yep. Okay, so we, we're going to yeah pass the character to Brad, and this, whatever happens to the dog, 
may just pass out, some of it will be handled off screen because we don't show animal cruelty in our games. <laughs> Technically, we don't show anything in the game because uh, they can't see what we're doing. I guess that's true. But yeah, we're going to cut away to the fun party dudes. What's up? Uh, yeah, you guys get to the banner. And you meet up with a front door step. Oh, wait, no, you don't. Never mind. No, I already did Everybody's that. Brad, who are you now playing? <coughs> I am George Jung. Oh, I, you're a drug dealer. I am the drug dealer. Okay. Kayla, you are led around the asylum, and it's a huge place. But yeah, it's a huge building that you could explore. Do you just want the guy to show you around, or is there any place you want to particularly look for? Any um, kind of sort of rooms? I ask him if there's a good hiding place. And he's back. Bryce is back. I told you I like to move my moose. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. You're one of the only three survivors. Because I'm a drug addict. Alright, back. We got Bryce back. He's back to playing his character, the drug dealer. The drug dealer and Becky's character. What is your character? Oh, Moonshine. I be Moonshine. You guys have been grabbing weed. You guys discovered a Spanish gentleman who pass out in front of you guys, and you guys were like, yo, he just been partying, you guys left him be. Who is he? What's his deal? You're not sure. And you guys are head over to the manor, because Brad just ripped up his other character. <laughs> um, Point <laughs> And, oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you guys are headed off towards the manor together. As you guys heard, this person called Rodney said that he was stranded here for a week, on this island, and he said for you guys to meet him up at the asylum. So that's where you guys are now headed for this party you guys were talking about. You guys on the map, wherever I put that map, right here, uh, you guys get to what is number six right here, which is this open clearing. Okay. And at this point, it is a graveyard. There's dozens of graves which have been marked by simple and inexpensive headstones, which are very weather-worn. And if you guys want, you guys can pass by, or you guys can do a brain check to learn something. Dig up the graves! Well... Um... Yeah, let's do it. Let's check out these graves, man. Maybe hells we can, yeah! Like... <laughs> Learn some spooky shit. Let's have Bryce roll his first check in the game. So you will, based on whatever you have in brains... So I have normal, and I have, uh, my qualities, I have a plus and a high. Or a negative. Well, it depends on what it is. Right now you're searching for graves. What are those things? Do they actually add anything? No, um, Travis! <laughs> I can calculate sales, but I'm high. So... So oh. being high, he gets really into doing things and puts way more effort into it just because he's so. super focused. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll give you another dice. Hell yeah, let's go. If I'm pretty sure on the character sheet that's marked as a minus. It is. <laughs> Same. I have two pairs. Okay. You notice on the far edge of the cemetery a more crudely fashioned gravestone that looks to have been hand-chiseled. The description says, Here lies the cruel bastard named Brennerwood. May he rot in hell. That's not nice. Well, I mean, that's like what's on the house and stuff. Brennerwood? 
describe to him, maybe the character knows it or maybe not because Sir Bryce wasn't here. I was tripping off some shit, so well, I'm, coming, I'm coming down. So when I went to the house near the cabins before we lost Kelly, oh. Kylie. Ripped. R.I.P. Kylie. <laughs> the house had a sign on it that said Dr. Brenner Wood. That oh, guy. shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay, like, that's some serious <laughs> shit. You guys keep going, and you guys eventually get to the far end of the island where you guys see the asylum with a bunch of little houses around it. You see a boathouse and another building at the far end. What would you guys like to do? Well, and also a big garden. Brad said that Rodney said to meet him at the big house for a chill party. Oh, shit. So, right? Right? All right. Let's go to the big house and we'll find Brad and Rodney. I don't know who he is. We'll find you him. find Brad all right. His head tacked to the door, that is. You guys should make freak out checks as you see your friend Brad's head has been impaled into the front door with a metal like a fence post pretty much it's been just launched so you would roll uh, spirit for a freak out checks if you fail two fives and two ones I got really three fives and two fours what (laughs) yeah Alright, you guys just like right on the end. <laughs> we high five. Yeah. Like, yeah. Making decoration, bro. Bad guys, fuck. <laughs> you guys are just like Jade's hella bob in a horror movie. Um, okay. Kayla. Oh, yo, you were looking for hiding places. He goes, I know just a place. He leads you down into the dungeon. It's not really a dungeon, but it is where he says they used to keep the old prisoners. Oh, okay. And he opens one of the cells and he says, we can lock this behind us. Oh, cool. Uh, do we have anything to eat in here, or are we kind of fucked? <laughs> he goes, uh, I think there's some food in there, yeah. I kind of sleep in here during the day. Uh, what, do, what do you do at night, then? Or, I sleep. Whoa. You said you sleep in here during the day. Do you sleep all day and night? <laughs> oh, that's what I said. He's super depressed. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been lost in this island. He goes, no, I explore at night. You want some coke? He goes, coke? I don't know what you mean. Cocaine, man. You gotta say, wait. I don't know what that is. Drugs? He goes, uh, I... You mean... Wait, 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 no. Keep that away from me. It's like, inject me on the table kind of thing with a syringe. Oh, you snort it. Put me to sleep. Make me calm oh, down. Oh, you snort it. Super awake, I swear. He goes, I don't know. I, I think I'm good. I stay, I don't I don't want any of this stuff. All right. She does a line of coke right there. Oh, you should just do a line of coke. Right. Nice. Wait, the good, goody, good girl? Yep. Okay. That's why I said she's not quite choir girl, but... Alright, that makes sense. Alright, you do a line of coke right there. You're definitely going to be awake for a while. Yep. Okay. So, you two, the drug dealer and the hippie, you get up to the front doorstep, you guys are like, right on, man. <laughs> what do you guys want to do next? Well, oh. I don't know. We should go find the party. Hell yeah. I, I mean, need they're... some... At Stacks. 
fat, fat stacks. So do you want to go inside, or do you want to go to a different building? You guys want to walk around the building? What do you want to do? Inside. Yeah, we're going inside. Right, you go inside. Uh, you look around; it's pretty empty in there. Wow, cold. It uh, it's an asylum, so very creepy, and it looks like it's been abandoned for many years. And also, lying up against the back wall is the body without the head of Brad, just slumped up against the back wall. No party going on. Very okay. quiet. I want to yell out. Be like, anybody here? Travis, from the dungeon, you hear, Anybody here? Randall goes, Here, you go hide in the, uh, the holding room, and I'll go check it out. Mm. Good plan. Good plan. Okay. You go into the holding room, and then Randall locks the door. Yeah, I saw that shit coming. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, my sister will be down to see you soon. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> and then he walks upstairs. Well, fuck. <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. You wouldn't believe what happened. Hi, my name is Randall. I've been stranded here for three weeks. You yeah. want some coke? <laughs> <laughs> I just did. Le I learned about this coke. Speak of which, you have a friend downstairs who uh, has been doing coke. So apparently, you guys have been doing all kinds of shit because Brad, like, he's <laughs> his head's on the door. He goes, "Yes, he knows how to party." He does. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, but there's no time for that now. We need to get downstairs. Why? He goes, because your friend's down there, the one that does coke. Listen, we don't have a friend that does coke. Do we have a friend that does coke? <sighs> I've been tripping, so I'm sure, I don't remember nothing. <laughs> I'm sure the I rich think, guy does coke. I think you need to chill the fuck out. Have one of these brownies. Promise. You'll love it. Brownies? Yeah. What is that? It's delicious. Just eat it. He goes over and grabs it and he chose it down. He goes, oh my god, this is good. Yeah, I told you it's good. If his eyes, his pupils get really wide. And he goes, whoa. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Can I feed him more drugs? If you want. I'll give him a, a nice little shot of heroin. Jesus Christ! <laughs> O.D. O.D. <laughs> Alright, uh, would you like to do it really stealthily, using finesse, or... You're not a good drug dealer, you gotta make him pay for this shit. Or forcefully no, inject him. always free. Oh, um, that's true, I forgot about that. Can I use a him into it? Or, no, <laughs> I wanna use finesse. I okay. Use finesse. I mean, he's already high as fuck, so he's, he's gonna be willing to do most shit now. <laughs> okay, so... My qualities is running from the cops. Does it apply? <laughs> I know if it was running towards him, I'm good, so that... Is that five dice? Or? Uh, it'd be four dice, but they're D6s. Okay. Uh, nothing. Nothing? Alright. You try to stab him, and he grabs your arm, and he looks at you, and he goes, What have you guys done to me? We're just having have... a new party. He goes, I don't like this feeling. You just need to relax. 
I have the uh, perks Dumb Luck and Versatile. Could I use either of those? You have the perk what? Dumb Luck and Versatile. Are those powers? That's They're abilities. abilities. <laughs> I'll use High Ramblin' for my finesse. Just like, you know, I'm, I'm getting into his head. I'm like, come on, man. You know, just random shit. <laughs> it's throwing him off balance. Okay. He's kind of confused. Yeah, he is. So can I... How many would I roll for that? It'd be five. Five? Okay. And then... For finesse? Yeah. yeah. Two sixes. Those are toppers. Mm -hmm. So you are... What is your end goal? What is your goal with this? You want him to eject himself a heroin? Yeah. I want him to be slumped. Alright. So he goes... out. Make me feel the things more. Make me feel feelings. And you're able to slip that needle in. A full shot of heroin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Deadly amount of heroin. <laughs> he slumps over on the side and he, he starts foaming at the mouth. He knows how to party. <laughs> Jeff know how to party. Maybe we should go downstairs and find Kelly. Hell yeah. Alright, let's get party that- Party train. Let's get that girl high. I bet she's never <laughs> done drugs in her life. Meanwhile, oh, Kylie, you hear bump, 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 and then falling down the stairs <laughs> with like a clown, like, horn sound at the end is these two bubbling <laughs> show up. What up, girl? guys are here. What was your names again? Ivy Moonshine. That one. And you. George. <laughs> George. Okay. George Jung. Do you want know who that is? You do. We do. We were curious about that, actually. Mm. Who's George Jung? Y'all know who George Jung is? No. Have you ever seen Blow with Johnny Depp? No. Well, he's a big cocaine dealer in the movie. Uh, That's who he is. Oh, okay. Okay. Alright. So, uh, that guy that... Uh, Brad was talking to earlier. He said that we can meet his sister at the party. Yeah. I think he, um, partied a little too hard. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. So he's out. Did Brad make the party? kind of lost yeah, his Yeah, he did. Oh, sweet. And he did. He lost his mind off some shit. Like R.I.P. Man, everybody's losing their mind. <laughs> what are you doing in that cage? Um, well, he said it was a good place to hide, and then he locked the door. You guys wouldn't happen to have a key, would you? No, but I'm super sick at breaking and entering. <laughs> oh, Holy <yeah>. shit! <laughs> and this is why we keep you around. <laughs> you may roll to try to pick the locks. Okay, I need one more d6. Can I give her a bump of coke as a, uh... <laughs> if you want, sure. Ooh... We got I got two, two ones. ones. That's fine. That works. Those are matching numbers. Oh, those are matching numbers. Yep. Okay. Oh, because um, this isn't a death scene. Okay. It's not a death scene. You are able to pick the lock, and now he's freed. She. She <laughs> is freed. It's freed. <laughs> Can you say your name one more time? Uh. Shit. <laughs> Kayla. Shit, too much coke. <laughs> Kylie. Kylie. <laughs> Wait, you want a party? Oh, no, I, I don't party. What's Not all that way... powder on your nose, though? Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, this was uh, some foam from one of these uh, padded mattresses around here. 
You guys look at there's no padded mattresses. Right. The I know coke. Padded mattresses, <laughs> right, George? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got some in my backpack. I try to use a con, artist, con artist on them to convince them it's not coke. Uh, okay. You get. I'll let you roll spirit, but it's gonna be a difficult roll, so you have minus one dice, considering they know drugs. Uh, well, but they're both high. Nah, they still know drugs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just double proves our point that we know our shit. Yeah. Alright, D6s. Oh, here we go. Oh, damn. Double sixes and double ones. Wow. Alright, you guys believe them. Alright. Hell, man. We must be on some shit right now, because I don't even see mattresses, but <laughs> I believe this bitch. Kylie, you good shit. <laughs> what do you guys like to do next? Alright, so uh, everyone's partying too hard. Uh, what, are we gonna keep up the party, or? Hell yeah, girl. Fuck yeah, what you mean? Do you think you're hanging out with a bunch of quitters? No. Do you guys bring beer, though? Uh, yeah, right, George. You've got. I half mean, of that whatever. Yeah. How much is rack? in this bag? This everlasting bag. <laughs> you brought it all. What you need? <laughs> it's the party bag. Whatever yeah. you need to party. It's like the void. You can pull <laughs> anything out of it. Some peyote. Some yeah. Passes, yeah. DMT. You know, really tripping. <laughs> need some alcohol, Kylie. Yes, yes. Yeah, I only do alcohol. Five bucks. You guys hear... <laughs> that sounds, sounds like familiar. Somebody else needs to party, right? Definitely. Oh, hell yeah. Party. <laughs> More party customers. <laughs> you guys go upstairs. As you standing over the now dead body of Randall, <laughs> who has OD'd. Uh, Bryce, you haven't seen, but you see this person stated over. Actually, I don't think uh, Becky's character has seen this one. Oh, yet. I did. Yeah, the lady. Yes. Yep. Oh, your pothead saw it? Because I know Brad saw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw it because I was with Brad. Oh, okay. Bryce, take a look. Seven feet tall. The lunch lady from hell. She looks like she's done meth. Maybe I can sell she stands, one hand for machete, one hand holding the her dead brother. Uh, good morning. Ah, <laughs> yar. Oh, damn! That's the lady that got really handsy with me earlier. Well, I don't want to hang around her. I don't want to party with her. And she looks at you with tears in her eyes, and she goes, <laughs> "You're ready for a beatdown." <laughs> <laughs> 